for joining in to the SEN show on the Schmodown Entertainment Network, produced in partnership with Skydown Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, not been drinking three nights in a row and fucking painful, man. Oh, no. What? Watch Malignant. Oh, I just got the repeat in my ear. That sound like shit. <laughs> uh, watch Malignant. And if you watch it at home, I'm going to plug my YouTube channel. I did a watch along of it. Movie is fucking bonkers. It's so bonkers, but, like, in the best way possible, I cannot recommend Malignant enough. And if you guys watch along at home, watch along with my video. It's fucking amazing. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. You guys had a great, great weekend. I missed out on the cantina shoots, but we joined up later and got Liddy, baby. Yard house happy. You... I was going to invite you, and then, like, you just kept, like, on Instagram just being like, I'm hungover. I'm in a rope. I'm what the over. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, this is why I – you're a hater, and you've been <laughs> sipping Haterade. This is why I don't post that much for people like you. It's like, eh, you don't post enough. I post one fucking update in one fucking robe with one fucking comment about how fucking hungover I am, and now all of a sudden it's my fucking life's narrative. Life, life narrative, life. That's like Steph kept texting me like all day. Ben, I'm so hungover. Don't, don't even think about inviting me anywhere because I'll, I'm gonna say no, and I'm gonna say no very rudely. <laughs> it's just so funny. I just went on a a fuck spree, and you decided to instead of saying I'm sorry, Steph, you only posted one. Dig into your lie that Help you down. were a good person to me. <laughs> got to double down right now <laughs> whatever no i really didn't think about inviting you i just didn't know if i was gonna go until like i was literally walking out the door well was it fun was it good dave shoot oh hey hey venti friends i poured my venti into my coffee cup because all the ice had melted and i wanted to add ice to it i feel you that happened uh are we not shaking it up like what are we doing here steph you have a brand there there's, not, there's not a lot of ice, damn it. I okay, need I, got, I, gotta, I do have to start this off. So I woke up yesterday because I needed to drop something off uh, to Dana Mara at Skull and Villainy. So I got up, drove to Hollywood, dropped it off. And I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a tad hungover from, you know, my Saturday watch along getting drunk by myself. Super, super normal. Um, I was like, you know, let's go to let's go get some breakfast, let's go to a diner. And I didn't want to go to Coral Cafe. It's all the way in Burbank. I was like, ah, that's going to be a drive, and I'm sure it's crowded. So I went to one in Studio City that I'd never been before, but I always drive by. And I go there, sit at the bar. There's no bartender that's just like, you know, servers coming in and out. Takes 10 to 12 minutes for me to get a menu and a coffee. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a day takes another 10 minutes to get like my food order in and then when it comes like the potatoes are like like the potatoes are legitimately uncooked 
It was oh, like it was no. like breakfast potatoes are my shit. Hash browns, fries, like home style potatoes, favorite part of a breakfast for me. Yeah. And they're like they're like hard as a goddamn rock. Mm. And uh they're not cooked or are they overcooked? They're undercooked. No. So like there's like better no to overcook them. They're, they're, it's like like it feels like someone like sliced it, like put it in a, like a fucking like oh like it like smelled the flame for like ten seconds and then they're like oh these are ready to go put them out there. <laughs> so yeah, I will not be going back to that place. Not uh-huh. not a fan. And it sucks because like I was like such a like I love breakfast food. I can have that shit twenty four seven. But especially like a good like greasy breakfast sandwich with like a a slight hangover, fucking best. Like, yeah. the best I'm thing. realizing I don't like going to get breakfast from places. Like, most people don't know how to make eggs correctly. And every Fair time is. I order eggs, I'm disappointed. And how do you so get your I, eggs? Like, I don't like anything like yolky. So, like, scrambled or over hard. You got to be yoking me. <laughs> Yolk is too much. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm at the scene of the crime while it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot. See, I've, I've come Benedict. around because, like, yes. breakfast sandwiches, I like yolky eggs. Like, I like, you know, biting in and, like, it getting Savage. messy. And then, um, I, dude, I just, like, <laughs> um, it's like, dripping all but, over uh, your hands. And then, like, sometimes now I'll, well, there's, like a, like, a steak and eggs that I get that's, like, 12 bucks at my usual place. And I started getting over medium. And it, like, doing, like, the bread with like the yolk and everything it's really really good brett what about you how do you get your eggs and what's your go-to diner meal i am totally not watching the hawkeye trailer right now <laughs> <laughs> all right alex give me your no i heard your breakfast i could still i was multi-taxing taxing taxes what day is it um i love me some hash browns bacon eggs over medium that just simple yeah straightforward but yep. the hash browns gotta be crispy got to. and not too extra soggy crispy. in the middle, just like yep. extra crispy. Yes. And I, I, it's gotta be medium. I can't have any if any of like the whites of the um, egg are like runny. That dry. Oh god, it's like oh. it's triggering to me. It's triggering to Great me. Great order, Brett. I'm Thank with you on that. Listen, like every every like brunch spot needs to have that. Just bacon. Yeah eggs and some form of potatoes like whatever potato you guys have it's if it's you know home style if it's hash browns if it's just french fries you just need that for brunch and it should be like and you need maximum ten dollars you can't have a state like staple items are good for restaurants and good for comp for the business but you it's so upsetting if you don't absolutely murder like a potato because it's so easy it should be yeah. so yeah. such a good it's, deal. It's so it's so easy, Steph, but somehow so many different places fuck it up. It's so Same crazy. With French fries. Yeah, exactly. Like I've noticed lately, I'm just like French fries. Like, how do you guys like one? What's your favorite type of fry? Because mm. I I I don't know if I have like like I like waffle fries. I like curly fries. I like regular fries. I will say accordion crinkle fries, trash. Trash. It's trash. The fucking freezer. Get the fuck yep. out of here. I know yep. you froze that before. Um, I am. I don't put... fuck with Shake Shack because they have crinkle fries. No. Like mm. everyone shits on In and Out's fries, which is fair. They're not great, 
but fuck Shake Shack's rice. Yeah, Shake Shack's is worse because it's clearly from a plastic bag from the freezer, yeah. which is really upsetting because potatoes are easy to cut. I French fries are my favorite food in the world because like there's just nothing like a good French fry. I'll say the best fast food French fry, even though I never go to this place because I can't stand the company, is McDonald's. I really think McDonald's has the they best do. fast food French yes. fry because it's perfectly crisp and golden with enough salt and then they put some like crack sugar on it. I don't know what the fuck is in it, but it's so good. It's and then crack I, sugar. It yeah. is crack <laughs> sugar. That's exactly what it is. Check but I do love a good, a good curly fry, like a garlic curly fry or like the crisp cut. Those are pretty fire too. Yeah, like uh, umami curls. used to have like the truffle fries yeah. with like all the truffle cheese on them. But yeah, like, yeah. And that's the thing is that McDonald's does have the best fries, but, and it sucks that when I go to Carl's, which I've been trying to really cut down on my fast food, but like Carl's Jr. has like really good waffle fries, yeah. but they're so large, you get like four. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you get, there's like four waffle fries. Like, oh, here you go. I'm like, I got an upcharge for this shit. Like, what is happening? <laughs> they take up too much space. They haven't found the right box for them. Yeah. That's the problem. I like a good seasoned fry as well. Guys, there's a poll at the top of the chat. Let us know what your favorite fries are. Crinkle is not an option because they're garbage and they deserve to burn. Um, Alex, Avoid the video talking about why McDonald's fries are so good um, and how that, yeah, there's a lot that goes oh, into no. the growing process and a lot of chemicals and a lot of, because they don't want any of the little black pieces in their fry, you know, like the, the little eyes yeah, or whatever like the normal so, part and of they it. want really long long fries yeah, they do have so, long fries so i mean you talk about like genetically modified and there's they have to off gas the potatoes in a warehouse or something find that video you'll never eat one again oh no yeah i know <laughs> but it's, they are good i still eat them i've seen it it's and i'll eat i'll eat them because they're just i still eat i'll still eat chicken nuggets <laughs> there's, no. there's sugar in it too i think I, I haven't gone to mcdonald's in forever i haven't eaten chicken nuggets but i do eat like you know like chicken tenders and stuff like that from restaurants i think those are better i think it's yeah. the chicken tendies. nuggets specifically chicken tendies baby mm-hmm. alex what's your go-to breakfast i don't think you've like it, or anybody like we've all done like eggs and bacon and hash browns and stuff anybody a sweet breakfast person like waffles french toast cinnamon rolls not really. I'm a Benny boy. I like my eggs Benedict. Mm. Some salmon. Classy. Smoked salmon. Uh, wow, you going amazing. fancy breakfast over oh, there. Oh, yeah. I'm usually so not you... a breakfast guy. So, like, whenever I do go, like, with my family, like, my brother loves breakfast. So, when we went yeah. out, um, when he, when he whenever he's around, like, I'd always get the Benedict just because those so it's some fancy so, shit, man. So you're not a big, like, diner person, because I don't think, like, diners really. make fucking Eggs Benny with no. smoked salmon. No. He's a Blue Jam Cafe man. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. looking for, like, the, the M cafes to sit down. What's that place in uh, in San Diego that has, like, a, uh, like, I went down there, like, a while ago, Steph, um, and you know San Diego. It's, like, a big brunch place. It's, it's like, you have to walk upstairs. Um, I don't know what neighborhood it's in. I wish I, wish <laughs> I knew, but it's, like... What? It's like a jazz theme cafe type of thing. I don't know. I'll have to look it up and I'll tell you later. I need to do more. I need to be like a tourist in San Diego. I actually, I feel like I know nothing about the city I lived in for 18 years. (laughs) How often do you go to the zoo? I, uh, well, I have like kind of a weird, like Tiger King made me see view zoos in a completely different light. Cause I don't think they're much different than the Tiger King people. 
I think they're, they're very different from the They're Texas. a little different, but it's still <laughs> like the the LA Zoo when I went there, the giraffe was the giraffes were in such a small space and I just couldn't rationalize it. But I will say the San Diego Zoo is fucking dope. And there's massive amounts of acres and land in a, they do like a lot of good, like, um, bringing them back to the wild. So yeah. I, I probably go there. Like, I don't know, once a decade, like I've been there three times in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think, um, the San Diego zoo has a sex cult where they're making their employees get fake boobs. And, no, like... I know, but like the idea of like, Oh, we have new cubs. Like everyone come and watch them. Like, it's just. Well, I know they got rid of the like, cause I uh, I know they don't have the pandas anymore, cause of like like public pressure and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like uh, I'm not a big fan of um, Sea World, cause they're still like you know with the killer whales and stuff like that. Not a big fan of them, but I do think zoos are a little better about like the rehabilitation process of animals and like protection of them. Like it, the exact Tiger King thing. people are fucked up. Like yeah. Tiger King like. <laughs> That that's the thing is that like everyone's like oh Carol Baskins killed her husband it's like yeah what why yeah. why are you on Dancing with the Stars like what, is, <laughs> what the fuck is happening like, yeah. straight up alrighty guys got season you know, fries sorry season fries win the poll oh, I'm okay with that I'm okay with that so like the pandas season. they didn't I thought they were kind of trying to help them you know because they had they, they were because they're an endangered species so yeah. A lot of it, like, I really, I don't mean to like shit on zoos. A lot of it, I think, is inherently good ideas. We're just yeah. learning more about animals and human behavior with animals. So I think throughout yeah. the years, they did a lot of good um, conservation with pandas and were able to get like more cubs out to the wild. But the people got so psycho about seeing baby pandas ah. that it was like a huge pressure and then um it was it became like a hostile environment for the cubs essentially. a little too much pandemonium yeah, yeah exactly fuck <laughs> it brett <laughs> suck you right now <laughs> yeah that sucks because uh, like, like it would be a news story like yeah. oh there's yeah. and he would say it there's a lot of pandemonium every time pandas. like the issue is it's not like a black and white issue no <laughs> oh my god no 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 Woo! No, no. I mean, they just—I couldn't bear to watch it. You know, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bamboo this man. <laughs> but yeah, guys, you know the deal. We've got a three hundred dollar goal to reach today, so start sending in schmobots because we are going to talk about this new Hawkeye trailer. Now, Hawkeye is the latest MCU show starring Jamie Renner and Haley Steinfeld. And this one, I feel like people are like, it's Hawkeye. Meh. Like, everyone loved Loki. Everyone loved Falcon Winter Soldier. Everyone, like, went crazy with Mephisto and WandaVision. But now, like, I feel like everyone was kind of on the fence about this Hawkeye trailer. I mean, Hawkeye series to begin with. But me personally... I fell in love with this trailer. I've watched it four times already. I knew Christmas themed, Haley Steinfeld. I don't even need a third ingredient because that's all I need. The, <laughs> those two things are all I need: Haley Steinfeld and Christmas themed. Give me <laughs> like this trailer was so fucking fun and cute and wholesome. Even like this doesn't even seem like an MCU show. I feel like we've said that a lot about like the MCU shows with like like Falcon Winter Soldier, like the spy thriller. WandaVision was like you know obviously like a sitcom. 
uh, you know, like what if right now is like this an- anthological series. Like I love this trailer so much. I didn't. Ex- I thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. You know, it's MCU. I'll watch it. I didn't think I'd be excited and anticipating this show like I am now. Brett, you just watched it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you watched it early this morning and took <laughs> notes. How do you feel about it? I, I think it looks great, too. And and again, uh, Christmas and Haley Steinfeld, I'm right there with you. Um, it looks fun. Uh, and uh, I I don't I didn't know it was a series to tell you the truth until you said that. Yeah. I thought this was just a movie. But um, as a series, I guess the is it will it be Christmas for the entire series? That's a question I have. But um, is that like going to be a way bad stuff? <laughs> oh, that was that my. <laughs> That's not one of my my pimps. No, that's my pimp. <laughs> picking up some stuff. Rhea, uh, now now I feel like I have to show Rhea so that I don't. Yeah, look- Rhea, get over here. Get over here, Riri. Hi, friends. Hi, Ria. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Alex, Ben, Malcolm, and Brett. Nice, Riri. Hey. <laughs> a woman that can read. Wow. <laughs> She's, a She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Um, so Hawkeye. Was yeah, I Hawkeye. asked a question yet? Go for it. Oh <laughs> was Brett finished? Yeah. Oh, I was finished. You could go ahead, Steph. Oh, thanks, Brett. Um <clears throat> so I feel like I have a petty comment to say first. It feels as though Hawkeye is written in Century Gothic, like 12-point font on Microsoft Word, and I hate the font. Like, it's, like, worse than Papyrus to me. Moving forward, the trailer was a lot better than I thought it would be, and I'm more excited for the show than I was initially. I think that they already have, like, this on-screen chemistry that I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see uh, Hawkgirl is her, like, going to be her official name, right? Still just Hawkeye. Yeah. Kate Bishop. I think, yeah, yeah, I think she's gonna become Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Oh, yeah, Hawkeye, but is there a Hawk girl? Hawk girl in the comics? It's DC. Yeah, it's DC. Oh, got yeah. you, got you. Yeah. Ooh, yikes! Um, but I'm mostly excited because we, um, Yelena is gonna be in this show, right? That's what they teased at the end. Like spoilers for the post-credit scene in Black Widow. That's what they teased. Is that like she's like, oh, I got a target for you, and you see a picture of Hawkeye. So I'm wondering if, you know, all the bad guys that are after them, are they working for Yelena or is it a different thing? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm very curious about that, too. That's so, like, when you're talking about the third ingredient, Ben, that would be it. And we will mm-hmm. need that because y- y- Yelena is one of my most, like, I feel like she won me over so fucking quickly as an MCU character. I want Yelena and everything. So I think that that will be a good component to the series. And I like that it's Christmas theme. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I haven't seen something Christmas themed in the MCU in quite some time. So it was a good change of Iron pace. Man 3 is probably yeah. the, the last one. Yeah. Um uh and- MK sent me the the synopsis right here. Disney Plus and Marvel Studios invite you on an unexpected holiday get, uh, getaway unwrapping the official trailer and teaser poster for Hawkeye. Former Avenger Clinton Barton has a seemingly simple mission. Get back to his family for Christmas. Possible? Maybe with the help of Kate Bishop, a 22-year-old archer with dreams of becoming a superhero. The two are forced to work together when a presence from Barton's past threatens to derail far more than the festive spirit. 
Wow. So it's basically a Christmas carol with like the ghost of Christmas past (laughs) coming to fuck up Hawkeye. It's like Die Hard meets Disney. That's what it reminds me. Very Shane Black vibe from this. Um, I freaking love, I have my proof that I am a fan. Uh, The Hawkeye Matt Fraction run is incredible and it got major vibes of this lucky the pizza dog there's a whole issue from his point of view uh issue number 11 i hope we have a whole episode of just lucky the pizza dog's uh perspective that would just be a really fun episode uh yeah this is uh something i've been looking forward to for a while just because when they released that logo i was like okay they're doing something with the matt fraction run so uh very very fun looking um yeah christmas yay um loving it this whole cast, Vera Farmiga, we're getting in there too. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That's a that's a big yeah. pull. Yeah. Who knows? She's playing Kate's mother, but is she the bad guy? Who knows? Um, but yes, all the all the vaguely Eastern European bros are there. Yes. <laughs> uh, we love that. Love to see them all. Bro, bro. Um, and that's so. and that's why, like, that's like the small Yelena co- connection that I'm making is like just like the Eastern Europeanness of it all if she's going to show up. And that's the thing is, I don't think Hawkeye would get his own movie and a series. Like, because, you know, it's like Sam Wilson became Captain America. We're getting a Captain America movie. I don't think we get a Hawkeye series and then a Hawkeye-focused movie. No. And so I'm going to say, like, the if we get eight episodes, I'm assuming it's going to be eight. First four are going to be about Beanie Kate Bishop dealing with possibly her mother, uh, stuff like that. Um, and then the last four, I think, are going to be Yelena. Like, that's going to be, like, the big yeah. reveal, like, the end of episode four. It was Yelena all along. And then you play that, that uh, apparently, uh, uh, VMA or Grammy award-winning track uh, <laughs> that the, the WandaVision people just won. Uh, guys, pull uh, top of the chat. Are we excited about Hawkeye? Also, Schmobot in. Let us know. You're always talking about, oh, no no games on the show. Oh, let's, let's direct the con- Come on in. We got a brand new MCU trailer, and it's cute as hell. Like, Haley Seinfeld just has that infectious positivity to her. Like, just the end of the trailer. You have more dangerous arrows than that? It's like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. Yeah, like, she is really lovable. She really she, is. Like she, like, she reminds me a lot of, like, Rachel McAdams. Like, because she's got, like, this that, that mm-hmm. charm to her. That's where like she's got that charm and that believability to her and i'm super excited and i i i mean she's gonna be great and i can't wait to see her like in the bigger mcu like in fucking avengers uh five or whatever i'm excited for that but i'm excited to get her like with like old curmudgeon fucking hawkeye it's like <laughs> oh you think you're the best archer like i can't wait for it honestly like i did not think i'd be this excited for hawkeye but i am i'm very excited uh, a few things this is uh executive Produced or created by our good friend Jonathan Eagle for the Clara Live friends out there. Uh, we also have six episodes. It'll be six episodes starting on November 24. Uh, so it'll end right before New Year's Eve. Um, oh, are they hour long episodes? Doesn't say. It's just six episodes. I'm guessing probably a 45, 40, yeah. 45. Um, let's see. But yeah, pretty much those, those are the things I wanted to point out. Thank you. I ben. like it. I like it, I like, and again, I, like it I like, and it, like, eh, uh, inevitably, we're gonna get two episodes in, and everyone's gonna be like, "What? Where's the show going? Nothing's happened." It's like, mm-hmm. 
uh, we talk like what's happening right now with Ted Lasso, where I'm finally seeing. Do you guys ever have that happen, like on Twitter, where you only see the backlash to a backlash of something? Like you'll see, like everyone's talking shit about Ted Lasso. I'm like, I haven't seen a single fucking person say a negative thing about Ted yeah. Lasso. All I've seen is that everyone loves it, just like season one. But everyone's just like, stop talking bad about Ted Lasso. This is on. I'm like, y'all, it just <laughs> it's okay if people don't like a show. But I finally did see some like some stuff people saying some stuff about Ted Lasso, and it's just like. I feel like the binge thing is like kind of ruined episodic television for us now, like week to week. And it's, it's like, Oh, if I can't watch all eight to 12 episodes right now and figure out immediately where this is going and the character development is automatic and like, just like they turn around immediately, then I don't want to watch it. Steph, like, are you a are you a binge boy or do you like the Disney like I say the Disney Plus model even though it's just <laughs> fucking television. Yeah. Uh, I, are you a Netflix I, person or are you like a do you like the week to week? I like the week to week. There's mm-hmm. so much shit out that it makes it easier for me to keep up with the new shows when it's week to week. Yeah. When I have to like binge and then like one weekend I don't have time to binge it and then everyone's already done with the series, it it just stresses me out and then I'm like less likely to finish it. And I get like some shows are better in a binge model, especially like the older shows, but but I do feel like those are better for the older shows. Like when New Girl dropped and like dropped all its seasons, I like that that's all available. But with some of the newer shows, it's exciting to break it down. Like we're nerdier than most people, but I like sitting with it for a little bit, breaking it down, doing like some research behind the scenes, seeing like any interviews specifically about the episode. Like there's just like a lot more to digest when it's week to week like that. And it just keeps the conversation going. I love Ted Lasso this season and I love that it's week to week. Yes. And, yeah. and it's not one of those big action ones where you like uh where there's cliffhangers necessarily. I think it's showing that there's a model and a space for shows like Ted Lasso to do a week to week release as well. No, I I like it a lot and especially with this last week's episode I still won't spoil it because it was just that good. Like Oh my god, it was so good. Everything oh. is just so good about it and it's like yes, there is you know, I will say there is the whole Nate of it all where it's like, what's going to happen with Nate? And like, you know, where's his character going? But I'm I that makes me want to continue watching the show. I'm not frustrated with it. But if everyone just stays the same, that's that's not a show. It's like, what are you watching it for? If it's just like the same thing, like you have to have conflict in something. That's what you have. That's what a show is about is conflict and resolving that conflict. Otherwise, it's like. Not uh, you can't have a Jim Jarmusch show because nothing will happen. Like, yeah, I love Patterson, the Adam Driver bus driver movie, but it, that's two hours. I don't want to watch sixteen hours of that. <laughs> uh, Brett, like Adam bus driver. <laughs> what's 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 been your? Have you ever binged anything, Brett? Like ever? Stranger Things is, I mean, okay, and and I think that it works with that because but also it could be better to stretch those i'm back and forth on that one because it's i really want to get through it and it's like almost like a, a, a but but the best part about 
waiting is that my wife and I don't end up staying up way too late yeah, and, and being tired to take the kids in the morning. And Ted Lasso is one that we're every single week like, oh, it's on. Oh, this is great. So it's it's our one it's our one go to a week that we we like look forward to. Um, we I mentioned we were watching Mr. Corman as well, um, which I don't know what I think about it now. It's just okay. it got this last one got really weird. Again, it's an eight twenty four series, uh, um, but it's yeah, it was out there. We were just like, what? That that was our total. That was my review. Um, put what? put that out. Put it on the reviews channel. What? Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't see hate about Lasso either. The only hate I saw once was somebody saying like. Stop trying to get me to be in this Ted Lasso cult, you know. Then don't. <laughs> then don't <laughs> watch it. Yeah. But like I'll like I am so I've never had a show like Ted Lasso. I had like an anxiety attack on Thursday. It was perfect. And then Ted Lasso drive dropped Thursday night, like Friday morning. And it was an it was like I took a Xanax. Like it made me feel so much better. Yeah. And like we need shows like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in our cult, but we're happy to be in it. <laughs> and I kind of doesn't, I don't know, might match up. But there's this whole thing of like we don't need more Superman because nobody wants any like happy superhero, mm. you know, boy next door, you know. And no yeah. people. This that's why people tell that to Chris this. Evans Captain America, you dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people want to see like some nice shit right now. You turn on the news and it's all just horrible, horrible things, and the the ocean's on fire, and it's just like let's yeah. Ted Lasso is and and yeah, it's I would say you could come into it and some you would find it a bit corny. At sometimes I go that's a little corny. But I loved it till because it's it's still yeah. within the realm of the way it started, and it hasn't. It's not any different than what I expect. You know, I'm like, oh, that's corny, but oh, oh, I'm crying. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, so good. At that. It's like it, it reminds me of like the South Park episode where the the Mormon kid moves to town, and then you know, like obviously uh, Matt and Trey are, are former Mormons, and like you know, like there's like a backstory of like the the Mormon religion. It's like oh, dum 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 dum, and like you know, they're making fun of Mormonism, and the boys are like making fun of the Mormon kid. But at the end, he was like, I don't know why you guys hate me and my family. We love each other. We do positive things for the neighborhood together. And yeah, maybe Mormonism is a little ridiculous when you look at it through like a bubble or something, but I've got a happy family and a great life and you guys are fucking assholes. And he drives away and Cartman's like, <laughs> man, that kid's cool as fuck. Like, that's yeah. what it is. Like, it's it's like just... It, wow, that was like... Judging perhaps happiness through that just because it's through fucking Ted Lasso. Suck my dick. <laughs> that was like an incredible example. <laughs> I remember that episode. That's so true. Yeah, yeah it's just like, like let people be happy. <laughs> Just for once, can we have a nice thing? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just want to just smile for once, please. Yeah, it's yeah. like yes, I do love my my Watchmen's that like you know focus on like like race like through superhero lenses. I love like my Lovecraft con- uh, county or countries, and it's just yeah. like yeah, there are really good. <laughs> Is it county or country? country. Well, no, no, you yes. stopped. You you, you stopped mid country. <laughs> oh, a little. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> country. Con- country. <laughs> Is it yeah. cunt, uh, cunt, uh, what? <laughs> uh, uh, but I love those shows. Smart like, as hell, though. It's yeah. so smart. Like, you, I saw people, this isn't spoiling anything, but there's, like, a scene where, like, they're 
one of the players cuts the other player's hair and it's like this barber scene. It's like, it's so, it's so smart and relatable to so many different communities at once that even though it's really soft and happy go lucky, there are deep parts to it. It deals with mental health and, Mm -hmm. and, um, therapy in a way that you don't see often on TV. So even though it's like sugar there, it's deep. And that exactly like there are good. That's the thing is like anyone that's like hating on it or like, yeah, you're super like, stop tweeting out, hey, is anyone else not watching this thing? You're not, that doesn't make you interested. <laughs> People hate this Game of Thrones that you'll do with every popular show. Like, Stranger Things is going to come back and I'm probably not going to watch it. I love season one, haven't really loved anything since then, but I'm not going to be like, Oh, Stranger Things comes out this weekend. Raise your hand if you're not binging it like me. Go for yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, if anyone still else like not Things, showering. Yeah. No? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no? Are you not oh. sure, Steph? So oh. we're just, like, all wasting water now. <laughs> no, yeah. I uh, Save I water. See- shower together, people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, that shower debate's disgusting. I'm sorry. Get your ass in the shower. Right? Yeah. Ugh. At least a day, once a day. You don't guys, need a full thing just to rinse, at least. Just to mm-hmm. rinse, just to rinse. Like, I, I know, like, there's, like, oh, men don't wash your hair, or, like, don't shampoo your hair or something like that, but you need to rinse off. Yeah. Just rinse off. At the, like, just just get that that, that layer of skin, shed that layer of skin. Yeah. Um, guys, it's 1040, and we are at zero dollars. Where's the Shmobamatis? Where's the Shmobamati? What are we doing here, y'all? We need help. Uh, Malcolm, let's run a Twitch ad real quick. And Brett, if you want to read out an ad, uh, let's do that as well. Oh, at the same. Oh, look at that. All right. Boom, hey. boom. Just getting all the ads, baby. Well, let's do it, folks. Listen, fellas. Sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and wardrobe. Your fit needs to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so you look as good as you feel. For that, there's Cuts Clothing. Yes, we've talked about them before. These shirts are amazing. I love my Cuts shirts and my hoodie, and my wife keeps taking my hoodie from me, and it's mine, lady. (laughs) Cuts shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew uh, sweatshirts are made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less, all in the sport of business. Built for excellence in the boardroom, the bar, and the gym. Cuts clothing keeps you sharp wherever the game takes you. Take the plain tee. Make it Tony Stark. The bleeding edge of fabric technology meets a man confident enough to wear it, and that's Cuts clothing. In 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create clothes ready for every occasion the modern man faces. He started by what? Reinventing the t-shirt. That's right. The end result is what GQ magazine calls the only shirt worth wearing. A signature buttery soft Pika Pro Tri Blend. It's a bold new take on a classic design combining the ultimate blend of high quality cotton, polyester, and spandex. Cuts is premium with a purpose. Each piece of clothing is designed with a custom engineered fabric expertly graded for the perfect fit arming you for every challenge and opportunity. It's not just a lifestyle, people. It's not just clothing. It's office leisure apparel for the sport of business. 
All right, so if you want to get 15% off your first order, go to cutsclothing.com slash Live. I'm going to say that a couple more times. That's cutsclothing.com slash Live to get 15% off the only T-shirt worth wearing. Cutsclothing.com slash Live. Go do it. Woo! Thank you, Brett. Appreciate that. All righty. So what else do we have on the docket today, Alex? Well, let's talk about Shang-Chi because it made, it only dropped 50%. Wow. Uh, second weekend, it made $35 million, and that is a very, that's a relatively low drop. Um, a good Absolutely. drop. Absolutely. Um, for its second weekend. Uh, Malignant also came out. And on HBO Max as well this weekend. Uh, but even with that, it still made about $6 million. Ben, what did you watch this weekend? And um, are you happy with uh, Shang-Chi? Always happy with Shang-Chi. Well? I think it's great. Um, I think it would easily be a billion-dollar movie in normal times. I think it would have fucking crushed, like, huge openings. Like, it did, it did great. But, you know, like, it's a big-budget movie, so I don't know what they're going to, you know, people always find a way to consider it not successful. But I think it's doing awesome. I, I'm, it's like I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. It's like I loved watching Malignant at home. I had fun with my watch-along. I had fun just getting drunk and, like, just being crazy. But I also wanted to succeed, and it's like I don't know if people are going to sign up for HBO Max for Malignant. I think it'll get a lot of clicks and be like, oh, I know James Wan. I like horror. And especially like the word of mouth I'm seeing online, I think people will give it a chance. Like me, I'm, I wasn't going to go see it at all. I had no interest in it until I saw the word of mouth spread around. So there are people like me that like will click on it and maybe go to the theater. But six million, it's got a $40 million budget. Like that's just, it's just numbers. And so I'm wondering like how they're going to, I, I still, you know, we still don't know, like, with, like, Netflix or Disney Plus. Like, with Disney Plus, with the premiere access, you still have that $30 thing. I don't know if HBO Max needs to start doing an HBO premiere or something like that to where, oh, if you got HBO Max, you get this for another 20 bucks or something like that. I don't know. I hope because, like, this is, like, not looking good for Dune, where it's like if Dune comes out day and date, I yeah. think a lot of people will click on it. I don't think a lot of people will go see it in the theater. I, I think like it'll have a lot of home rentals and you know millions of clicks, not millions of dollars. And yeah. I don't think people are again, I don't think people are gonna get HBO Max for Dune. I think people got it for the Snyder Cut because everyone's like, oh, Justice League, I want to see this. And you know, with a few other things, like it's a great streaming service, but they're not gonna get it specifically for one movie. So, Steph, like, are you a fan of the day and date? Uh, did you go see anything this weekend? And, like, how do you feel about, you know, like, streaming versus going to a theater? Yeah, I was thinking because I want to see Shang-Chi again, and I wanted to see it this weekend. But I really – it was, like, the first time where I was like, I do – I love that I saw it the first time in theater, and I would do that again and again and again. But yeah. I do wish that I had the option to see it a second time at home. Like, I think I would have bought Premiere Access just to have it at home and watch it from yeah. home. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of torn on it because I'm very comfortable with going to the theater. You know, I'm vaccinated. I feel pretty Player safe. Player 13 I'm not donated anything. $20. Tap, tap. Woo! Is this thing on? 
Yeah. Thank you. We made $40 today, guys. <laughs> the snowball effect. Keep it coming, baby. Thank you, player 13. Please. Thank Here you. We go. Here we go. Hell Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Um, so I'm very comfortable with going to the theater. I know a lot of people don't feel that way. So I, I empathize with that. And I really believe in having an opportunity for people to see films and whatever they feel comfortable. And it sucks that money that we live in such a capitalistic driven society. And we like will not let anything rule our decisions other than money. So in that sense, like, I don't know, and I don't think they know what's going to make them more money, but I feel like there's probably some sort of happy medium. Maybe it's like after two weeks and as opposed to like a full, like 40 days or however long they're waiting for uh premiere access. But yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm torn on it. I, I think some movies it's nice to have it just be a theater. And then some movies like Malignant, I think that was a smart move to have it available on HBO max. It, it is. And, and that's, that's like where I'm torn about it for sure. Because like I said, I probably wouldn't have gone like even if, I don't know if you guys know, I have AMC a list hmm. and what? I don't know if I even would have gone to see it with a list. Honestly, like I had a lot of fun being able to pause my movie, go like refill my drink, you know, get some food, like kind of laugh it off and, you know, talk with the chat and stuff like that. And it like put my mind at ease for like a fucking horror movie that I'm not a big fan of. And then I had a like it's the most bonkers movie ever. So on top of that, I was having a fucking blast. Brett, like I know you've got a family and everything like that, so I'm sure you're a fan of like the day and date thing. But where does this leave like the studios with like just you know and everybody with their clickbait like oh this movie bombed like. Yeah, that's the thing that bugs me because I just don't know. I, I think something needs to be fixed because um, you know I I was I, I honestly I didn't go to the theater a lot. Um, at a certain point of having kids and realizing that my kids would run around in the theater and didn't really want to watch movies. So I had already been on the outs of the theater experience, but we do have multiple streaming services that we pay for and we do you know, watch movies that way. So it's, it's the model somehow needs to help um, you know, with the box office numbers and things like that, we've said before. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that maybe I watched the AMAs or VMAs last night, and uh, Nicole Kidman had an AMC uh, ad, so I'm sure they're going to get some more people in the theaters now. After yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> says come back to the theaters as Nicole Kidman being in an empty theater and saying, "Oh no, it's safe," even though no one's around me. Um, I can we talk like Alex? I, I bet did, she let, has let get, a list. Let me get Alex. <laughs> um, Alex, what do, what's your opinion on like the whole day and date and streaming thing? But I do want to talk about the VMAs and what the fuck they are nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yes, please. Um, I yeah, still not a fan of it. Uh, just as a theater goer, but accessibility. Okay, like I, I I understand it from that point of view, but I think next weekend is actually going to be a major test as well. Because we have Cry Macho coming out on HBO Max uh, and theaters, and that's Clint Eastwood's new film. You know how much the Mule made worldwide? The last four, Clint Eastwood like 400 star? million? Yeah, to, uh, 175 million in the U.S. Uh, just in, uh, no, that is worldwide, sorry. 175 million. So yeah. a lot of old, sorry to like, a lot of, he has no, an older he's got audience. his audience. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. an older audience. It's fine they're to say. Gonna, like, they're not going to have HBO Max. I probably, you know. So, it's going to make tons of money in the box office. It's probably going to overtake Shang-Chi. Um, 
And so I think that's another test. And if it fails, that doesn't bode well for Dune, I'd say, because uh, I don't know, like, that just means people aren't going, like, that audience won't be going because Dune is also uh, an older property as well. So I yeah. think that audience won't be there for it. Well, you don't uh, think with Zendaya and, and Timothy Chalamet, like, those are the two... I feel like Gen Z fucking idolizes those two. Yeah. Well, I, I was saying the um, the older audience. Okay. For Dune. Okay, yes. I got you. Also, yeah. uh, Many Scenes of Newark is also coming out mm. October 1. That's uh, also day and date. So, again, older audience. So, we'll but like see the, how that the, the Many Scenes of Newark, like, can't even get their own thing straight, where it's like the, the director was like, this is not a Sopranos, like, prequel. And, like, the, the poster's like, how was Soprano made? It was like, what the Where fuck? Did Tony, yeah, it said, how did Tony Soprano become Tony Soprano? And I'm like, yeah. okay, so it is a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's it's a tough, because obviously, like they're, I think, you know, Disney has done it right. People can say, oh, $30 is too much. People are still paying for it. So, I mean, you can say whatever you want. It's working. And... Like, I, I don't know, maybe like a 45-day thing where it's like, okay, it's going to come out for 45 days. Like, what? what's – I think that's Shang-Chi, right? Like, Shang-Chi did that, and then it's going to come to Disney Premiere Access in 45 days. It's like, oh, that that is maybe the way to do it. So we're like, yeah. It, it might seem a little cruel, like people that don't feel comfortable going to the theaters. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it is like a business, and they do need to make money. And maybe this will force studios to not make $200 million fucking gigantic gargantuan movies. And they'll be, oh, you know what? We're going to spend $50 million on this. That way, you know, even if it flops, like, you know, if it was like a $50 million Dune, I think Dune will make $50 million at the theaters. I think it'll make $50 million. So even if it just like breaks even, it's like, okay, we broke even. Holy shit. That was close, but we broke even. We're good. Like, you know, it's like Bond. Like, look at fucking Bond. It needs to make a billion dollars for a profit. Like, no. it's impossible. No. Like, I think one Bond movie has made a billion dollars, and that was Skyfall. And it was, like, just, like, everyone's, like, so in love with it. But I don't think No Time to Die is going to – I hope it's great. I hope it makes all the money. I just don't think realistically it's going to make a billion dollars. Like, that's so much money. <laughs> that's so much. I feel like real – like – if we were a collective society that wanted to like make moves together, this could be a lot simpler. Like I think if we all decided like all these network execs were like, you know what, we really want to save theater culture. Like let's focus on keeping theaters and let's all have a similar plan for going to theater and then going to streaming services. But instead everyone's like in this competition trying to figure out what's working, what's not working. Yeah. That I think that we're going to lose a lot of what we love about the theaters and the accessibility and the amount of movies in theaters. And then also confuse a lot of people on streaming services because outside of people in our space, I have way more streaming services than anyone I know. Like no one has this many streaming services. So I I feel like they're going to need to figure something out or just the landscape of the film industry is going to change and movies in general are just going to get less viewing for big blockbusters and they'll have to start spending less. Yeah. It's uh, it's, 
it's definitely just like a conversation like that needs to be had because it doesn't seem like COVID's really going anywhere. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, this yeah. will be like a, a six months. Like, you know, we'll get day and date. The studios will survive and all this stuff. But it's just like people are being fucking stupid. And so it doesn't seem like we're getting out of this anytime soon, which is an unfortunate. Um, so this is something like they're going to have to actively adjust. And maybe it's a case by case basis. Maybe something like <clears throat> like Malignant will get a day and date. I mean, you know what? Clicks are just as good as box office. We just want eyes on this movie. Like, I, I, I didn't know. Like, it had, like, a $40 million budget. I thought that was a, very expensive for that movie. Um, you Because, you know, like, A24 and, like, Blumhouse are, like, the experts of making. Here's $10 million. It's not great, but opening weekend will save us. And that's all we need. And that used to work. And now I don't know if it's going to work. And so, yeah, yeah it's, it's just, like, this actively changing thing where there's not one set answer for every single movie and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. But let's talk about the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're still at $21. We're 7% of the way there. We're almost halfway done with the show. Come on now, help us out. We got games if you want them. I got, I got fucking loaded up. I got, I'm locked and loaded here. So don't mm. you worry about that. Um, but let's talk about the VMAs. Steph, you are our resident fashionista, world girl, uh, ear to the ground giving us all the pop culture news the john mulaney gossip like yeah are, are the vmas still a thing well i think all award shows are changing yeah it's still a thing but i i do think that they're not quite sure what direction they want to go in and i feel like this is an mtv problem and has been an mtv problem since they decided to be less of a music channel, which I think was the biggest mistake they've ever made and more of a hodgepodge of, I don't even know what, like if you told me to say three things that's on MTV, I don't think I could right now. It's just reality shows. Like it's just reality shows. And none of them are that popular. Like Netflix and HBO Max are taking all in Bravo's like the, in VH1 are like the last networks that are having okay success with Bravo obviously is highly successful, but with their, Jenilyn Lawson donated $20. Sending in some support today. I'm excited for the new Hawkeye series. I also got news this weekend that I'm a substitute yoga teacher at Firefly Yoga and Movement Studio. Hell yeah! That's fucking awesome. I know how many hours that takes. Yeah, Jenny has been working very hard towards her yoga certification. And she just got that. She was telling me that she applied for that job. So I'm very congratulations, Jenny. That's fucking awesome. Yay. Super happy for you. And thank you for the the big $20 donation. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But go ahead, Steph, because like because when when I was growing up and like it wasn't even that long ago, like the VMAs were the shit. The shit. It, like even like the MTV Movie Awards, like yes. Dan Merle has talked about it on um, uh, all my movies where like. They would award like Oscar winning movies at the at the movie awards too. Like it was a big fucking deal. Like when Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst won Best Kiss for the fucking Spider Man Kiss. Like it was a big fucking deal. Totally. Like when they made that joke in Tropic Thunder, where it's like uh, Academy Award winner, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and then an MTV Movie Award Best Kiss winner Tobey Maguire. Like everyone got the joke because everyone knew. Yeah, that's from Spider Man. He won that. And yeah. same with VMAs. Like, I tweeted that out. I'm like, when I was a kid, I was anxiously awaiting NSYNC winning Bye 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 for best video of the year. Because that <laughs> video fucking rocked. And I was – like, that was, VMA was – the Moon Man. Was that, was that movie or was that 
both, okay. both of them, Mo, Moon Man is their symbol for, like, yeah. that's war. Yeah. And so it was the fucking shit. And now it's just like, I don't know. It, I'm getting old, so I don't know, like, half the artists that attend it or perform in it. But it's yeah. just like, it just seems like it's just fucking nothing. I know. Well, I think it's like everything that you're saying and more. Like, I think MTV lost kind of what MTV did. I remember growing up watching TRL nonstop, just music videos on repeat. I I loved watching that, you know, like those are like the Missy Elliott days and like Puff Daddy, like all of the early 2000s videos that just like changed the landscape. And even in like punk rock, like there's so many cool videos that came out. And I think that there's a few issues. One, it's that we are losing our sense of like A-list movie stars and artists. A lot of people are famous and a lot of people have millions of followers Mm -hmm. and a lot of different people have number one singles that don't necessarily have longevity in their career, but they are the moment. And I think all award shows are trying to figure out like who is honored, who's performing. And I think that MTV, what I noticed this year, it's like, I know all of the artists that were nominated and I like a lot of them, but I think that there's a lot that we're missing and they, they used to do more of a wide variety of genres. This was rap and hip hop heavy, which I don't mind cause that's my favorite genre, but I think you lose an entire uh, group of people, you know, when like MGK is your most like punk rock nomination type, like the Foo Fighters and um, Red Hot Chili Peppers were nominated, but you're not really talking about it or hearing no. about it. No, and even, then, at, even like the Grammys, like Imagine Dragons is winning Best Rock Album. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then I think what another issue is that the MTV, the VMAs are known for moments. You know, the Madonna, yes. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera kiss was the MTV, was the VMAs. The meat dress that Lady Gaga wore was the VMAs. Like, there's so many, like, it's the time for fashion. That's why I think Megan Fox, she understood the VMA assignment. It's she kind did. of like the most, like, avant-garde look that you can because it was initially one of the less fancy uh, type of award shows. And that's what people, I think, fucking loved about it and ate yeah. up growing up. And and so it, it's weird, though, because, like, Meg The Stallion was nominated for a few. I think WAP was completely snubbed, in my opinion, just because no one didn't talk about that music video. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, like truly. So I – but they weren't tweeting about it or talking about it. So it's like the artists aren't necessarily yeah. even excited about it. So I think for all those reasons, they're just not finding how to make people excited anymore. I think you make a really good point, though, Steph, is that, like, especially with, like – social media stars like a lot of people don't know them like i mean i'm on twitter and instagram like a lot during the day but like i don't know half these fucking kids but yeah like when you see lady gaga and like fucking tom cruise would attend attend the vmas and like shit like that like these are celebrities you recognize and artists you recognize now it's like oh yeah like i i if charlie d'amelio or whatever the fuck their name is like knocked on my door right now i would not know who she is and that's not an insult to her She's killing it right now. Her and her sister are great, but I just don't know who you are. Yeah. I like, you're just not in my demographic of like fame and everything. And I don't follow you. I also don't want to celebrate you in the same, like, I think go off, get your bag, sis. That's awesome. But like (laughs) someone like Lady Gaga, who's having like coming from the fucking feeling doing, and you know, Lady Gaga is like breaking her bones in preparation. I just feel differently about you as an artist and a TikTok dancer. Yeah, absolutely. And especially like, you know, like when what's her name, like went on Jimmy Fallon or like did the TikTok. I was like, this is the 
This is the worst the thing worst. I've ever seen. The worst. <laughs> it's a, like, Jimmy Fallon, you've played a lot of stupid games with celebrities, and I've given you the benefit of the doubt, but this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Can we talk about the gossip, though? Yes, give me the so, hot goss. The hot gossip, the main headline of the night, occurred on the red carpet featuring um, Machine Gun Kelly and... What's his name? Irish. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. So, Why did he throw a drink at him? I saw that. So apparently Conor McGregor asked for a photo with MGK. MGK had his people tell him nah and then just kept walking. Conor McGregor, to the according to the video and what publications are saying, did not like that just instantly went into fight mode, threw his drink, and then was, like, coming after MGK. MGK kept walking. And then when he was interviewed about it, he was like, I don't, I don't even know that guy. I don't even know that guy. Like, uh, I, I fuck with real fighters. And it's like, you were the one who was going to fight him. What? I don't, I don't. Uh, this and that's and that's the thing is that like that was the biggest what? thing to happen at the VMAs was a drink being thrown and that should yeah. tell you something about your shit event that none of none of the performances none of the actual awards or winners trended it was just uh fucking drama on the red carpet yeah that was the biggest thing I think also like I think it's dope that they had Doja Cat do the host the show. And I get why they would have done that. And I do actually think she has a really big personality and could do something like that. But I think that was a mistake, too, because I, I really think that a lot of people can host. A lot of people can interview. They're not the best, though. Like, the best at those jobs are professional hosts and interviewers. Yes. The Jimmy yeah, Kimmel like when Miley Cyrus did uh, yeah. it. Like, the only thing that trended out of that was, like, what's good, Miley? And that, that, that went huge because that was drama. But she wasn't a good host. Host, because she—that's not your job. But she wore a chair on her head. Yeah, no, I—I I fucked with her fashion. <laughs> I think that she's that funny. out. This one, the the like, what a caterpillar one. She, that was, yeah. and it was funny because she was she was taking digs at Kanye for wanting attention. I knew, I mean, I knew she was jokingly she's saying funny. that as she was wearing like a, a crazy outfit or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I I don't know her her performance was. It. I, my wife. I leaned over. I said, "What does she think? She, who does she think she is? Pink?" And my wife said, "I was just gonna say the exact same thing." Um. But really, yeah. it was just not. It was really not very that. I don't know. She just kind of spun on that thing. Didn't where there was, was like flying off the road. Yeah. Yeah. It was who's, just. Who's Doja Cat? Like, what? Can you name one of her songs? Say um, so. Da, na, na, oh, the TikTok song. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate calling it a TikTok song because I'm sure it's like an actual <laughs> hit. But that's where I know it from. Yeah, she has a she has actually two good albums. And she like if you listen to her lyrics, like she has like some spicy comebacks and she's mm, yeah. a fun lyricist, but it, it was it was a good performance. I liked Normani's performance, like the really sexual one with Tiana uh, Tiana what's her last name? Which really uh, sexual performance, Steph? <laughs> uh, I don't even know who that is. That's I so didn't even want my daughter it, it in might the be room. A me problem. <laughs> Oh yeah, don't watch the it with your daughter. It'll be uncomfortable. Norm, it was um, I think she performed motivation. Oh, oh no, she's wild side. Normani, she's like this beautiful dark skinned black woman. She was originally in Fifth Harmony with uh, Camila Cabello, and like there's like she. They were wearing like the Barbarella metal yeah. bras. And yes. The, yeah. Oh, I'm That's listening to. 
old dude, old dude. Exactly. Um, and then at the end, she does kind of a, a you know, I will, like a I, lap dance, lap dance to yes. the girl on the cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just it was, it was I just, a little. Out. I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a me problem that I don't know fucking uh, these like all these new artists because like well, I've never heard the name Normani in my I life. Am. When I hear that you guys don't know a lot of the artists, well, you got makes... kids though. Like you, like you, you've got a direct line into all the new people because she's yeah. growing up with all these celebrities and stuff. So like you have an advantage over me because like I don't listen to the radio when I drive, and then like you know I'm not looking for new like like I'm not looking at new artists or who's trending and like half the people like that are on Drake's album, like, who the fuck is this? Like, cause I don't know. <laughs> and they're all trash. Like all the, all the features are trash. <laughs> oh my God, Ben, watch your mouth. <laughs> they're, they're, they're hot garbage. They're hot, the, garbage. Not hot. You the don't show like was it. just weird in general because then they do this. Well, first of all, the, the plugging throughout this one was the most I think I've ever seen in anything. It was like, you know, extra gum being passed in front of a Toyota while drinking a Coors Light. I mean, everything like, I could see, I just, I knew exactly the three because I saw it so much. And then they cut to what you'd think was just like an interview with one of the artists. And then suddenly there's like some Coors Light just sitting in the background of somebody. You're like, this guy doesn't drink Coors Light. Give me a break. It's Mark Ellis. Um, I mean, to be fair, Post Malone like (laughs) chugs Bud Light. Like that is the one, that is the sponsorship made in heaven because all he does is drink Bud Light 24-7. Oh I didn't even God. see Post Malone. I it does he not? I, I I love Post Malone stuff. I don't. Yeah, it was it was weird. And they had this side stage thing where you'd get to see, like, fifteen seconds of a song. Like oh, they yeah. cut away to this Barclays side stage or whatever, and you'd yeah. get to see like, and and those I didn't know those performers. And I don't. There. I I again. I know music changes, and I know I don't like a lot of the you know hip hop if you can call it that these days. Um, I think a lot of it is the same and a lot of it. And I mean, even Snoop Dogg will back me up on this. Uh, (laughs) I just saw an interview with him where he was like making fun of the way that the, the, yeah, but when it was all that, and I think that a lot of a lot of these performers are copying Megan the Stallion, and and that because that blew up and it's like oh is this what we need to do to so we need to do something where we you know uh, are super sexual and show our asses and then we're gonna be like famous but not recreating something different um, and if the, the Foo Fighters was the only rock band <laughs> that did it's anything crazy, man. and Busta was uh, I don't want to get into some stuff Busta said recently but Busta was the only like legit hip hop. Yeah, he uh, did trend last night. Like, it's like, who knew 50 year old Buster Rhymes would be the one to save the fucking DNA? Killing like, it. Killing it. Yeah. But I don't know. I felt old too. But I just, I think that, the, yeah, there was just no, there wasn't much variety to it. And Justin Bieber, I, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I, your outfit was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. He had a yeah. hoodie with it like his, you know, big fat uncle's coat on or something. I don't know what it was like. Let me let me look at this outfit real quick. <laughs> it was well, the, so well, the kid Leroy is like who I, you know, like all women 
should run from because he's like a telltale fuck boy, even though I do think he's pretty talented. But his outfit, I was like, he's like reveling in the fuck boy look. It's it's actually kind of funny. Who's this? Kid Leroy is the one who said uh, it's a song where it's like you can't make a wife out of a hoe. Uh, oh, uh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Another TikTok it's... song. <laughs> yeah. 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 Justin Bieber is just like proves why fashion for men is so treated so much differently than women because if and, a, <laughs> and he took and he took so many I, I don't think i mean i again i i've started to warm up to him with some of the stuff where he was saying hey i was a shitty kid and whatever but um i do think he has some very catchy tunes but i do think that his outfit was ridiculous and i wanted to i felt very old at that point i'm like what are you wearing <laughs> And that's saying, like, I, I do wonder if I would, like, keep, like, like trying hard after I've been famous since I was, like, 13. If I would be like, oh, yeah, let me go wear, like, the brand new suit from, you know, Dolce & Gabbana or whatever. Or if I would show up in a hoodie and an oversized fucking Goodwill blazer. I don't know. I might I might go back and forth, honestly. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, like, because how many fucking VMAs has that guy won? Probably a million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billie I Eilish looked Amazing! I love her new haircut. I'm gonna do this is my VMA show. Yeah, you're do it. it. Well, you're the fuck. How is Brett the most plugged in today? I don't fucking know. Yeah, you really. But I love it. That. Yeah, I love. I think Billy is doing new stuff. I think you know. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, of course, took the the big one. I believe. Ooh. Yeah, um, did. Yeah, it was the, the fan voted. Um, but I didn't like that other fella, little whippersnapper, but. <laughs> Again, some of these ads were just like people going, we can't wait to see so-and-so. And they're handing each other extra gum in the middle of it. That's, I just started just cringing. I at hate ads. Oh, Avril Lavigne was there last night? Yeah, Fuck yeah. Rock awesome. on, baby. Oh, Avril Lavigne has not aged. No. She today. looks so good. I'm like, she, she presented amazing. the award to, to Billy. And so and like, I'm on like, there's like a little gif of them hugging and I'm, Okay, I wish I would have seen that live because that's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah did she is. put something out? I don't know if she's got a new. I mean, or is because she was front and center, like she was yeah. like right out there with everybody else. Um, and I, you listen, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, I love your love, but the way you kiss is disgusting. Um, the, like he goes up to get an award and they go. Who? And Megan oh. Fox and, and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I like, did not like how Kourtney Kardashian and Megan Fox said to our future baby dad or to like our baby daddies or like soon to be baby daddies. I don't know. It just felt like such a reach statement, like for the clout. Uh, it like was made me fucking cringe kind of. And like, especially those two, like they don't need clout. They like, have careers. They're two of the most famous like, people on the planet. <laughs> Well, especially Megan Fox. I'm like, Megan Fox, you're, like, fucking talented. Like, you are not his sideshow. You are the show. Mm -hmm. Like, you are making him look good. Trust me. I don't know. I thought that Oof. was cringe. But, yeah, I think, Brett, to your point about, like, copying Meg the Stallion, I think that it's the the problem is consumerism. It, the With rap songs, the things that are getting the most hits are those traps-type beats, like the drill beats that, like, are good beats. Like, they pump you up, but it's the same type of beat. This is why Darina doesn't like a lot of the new rap either. And I, I hear it. I love it because I like beats, and I, like, I just need that to, like, pump my train my brain into thinking that yeah. I'm <laughs> a fucking, like, ready-to-fuck-shit-up mood. But I get, like, if you're 
like some days I really want to hear like thoughtful rap and like want to like go back to the the lyrics of it. There are still rappers doing that. Like uh, Kendrick Lamar's cousin, Baby Keem, just dropped an album. And like, if you listen to it, I actually think it's really fucking good. But I think for the most part, it's like what's getting clicks. It is like the ass shots. It's the twerking. It's all so it's hard when you're an artist and you want you have an entire management team that's focused on you getting clicks and they know what's going to do yeah. it. So kind of like making the decision. But I do think if you are like really into your artistry, you find a way to do something that's like unique into you and your vision. When Madonna sure. did it, it was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. It's not shocking anymore. No. And, I'm, I'm and where the fuck a... was run the jewels. You talk uh, about hip hop and I love Run the Jewels. I, I gotta show you this picture, and I, I want you guys to look at the lady right next to Machine Gun Kelly. Like it was during the, the fucking uh, drama with uh, Connor. Like look at the the lady <laughs> not right next to Megan, in between Megan and MGK. Oh god! Oh. Like she like she. There's always like that person in the crowd that's like crying when a fight happens. Like you're not helping anything. <laughs> like Megan why is like crying. Wait, this is so fun. Yeah, she's like, no, don't do it. What are you doing? And then, like, why are you crying? Imagine being that security guard. I'd be like, I did not get fucking hired to push back a UFC champion and hothead. Like, are you kidding? And MGK, what the fuck are you looking like that you could actually stand a one second fight with Conor McGregor? You'd be dead. That, that's that's the rule for fights. Don't hold people back. You let them fight for five seconds Go. because in those five seconds, one person is gonna know. Oh shit! I'm gonna get my fucking ass kicked right now, and then you break up the fight. And I promise there'll be less problems because like one guy will be like, "Hey man, I was wrong. <laughs> let's let's talk about this." Because like, I wonder why MGK didn't wanna. Like he must like not like him. Cause that makes no sense, even just to like keep it cool politically speaking. Like to just be like, yeah, you want a picture, or whatever. Like I don't yeah. love Conor McGregor, but if he asked me for a fucking photo, I'm taking the fucking photo. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No shit. I'm scared shitless. Yeah. <laughs> you can I have your car? Yeah. Sure. Take it. Yeah. yeah. I, don't need yeah. It. I don't need it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I and mean, where I, was I, Alex I, Marsonia? Yeah, Alex, you're the fucking music guy. You haven't chimed in he at all. Listen to music. I don't listen to music. I don't know who these. I don't know who these people are. I think a lot of the exciting music is not. Is it found? I, I find another genre. Mm-hmm. So like, I respect everything. You know, everything they're doing. I just don't listen to them much. I listen to podcasts more than music. Um, and I'm just making my own thing and listening to the music that um, inspires me to to create my own thing. So it's just not necessarily what I'm looking for. So I don't keep up with everything, um, like especially that happened last night. Yeah, it makes so, sense. There's a I'm lot like, of great musicians that don't get any rec- recognition yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, But again, that. I think that's been kind of the thing for years, but yeah. I, I need a more eclectic show is all I'm saying. I'd like to see a little bit more different musical styles yeah mix i'm confused why travis scott franchise won rap song of the year that makes no fucking sense to me yeah what song is franchise let me listen to it most people don't know it like i know it and it's like i actually like travis scott's music he has some really great albums i thought that song was very okay 
Is he the one that fell off the stage in auto tune? Um, I he always <laughs> auto tunes. He's like known for auto. Like, I still like uh, there's a rabbit that fell off the stage. He's like, whoa! I think maybe, but I feel like honestly, on the topic of them doing things with like gum and packaging and all of these business, I. I hate to say this, but I feel like that was the Kylie Jenner clout because that made no sense why he won that to me. Yeah. That's her man, Ben, if you and, don't and know. Who is Kourtney Kardashian dating? Travis uh, Barker. Travis right? Barker. The, the drummer? Yeah. Yes. You know him, though. Yeah, of course. It's Blink-182. Okay. Of course. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It, it's just like the whole weird thing where it's just like it's like they're so... It, I wonder what that's like, like having fame and then w wondering if you're going to lose it and just like like clinging to it so badly. Yeah. And like, I really do like everything like Megan Fox is doing. Like, I hope she's like in an actual project coming up soon because like, I don't, I don't really care about her Instagram fame, but I think she's a talented actor. And of course she's like fucking crazy hot. Uh, so I want to see like in movies and stuff like that because I'm liking this Maganaissance we're in right now. We're like, you know, People saw her interview with Jimmy Kimmel talking about Michael Bay being a fucking creep and Steven Spielberg being an asshole. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Let's go. Like, get you back in projects and stuff. But yeah, I, I saw the kiss you were talking about, Brett. Yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, I gross. See it. I, don't know uh, I had the tweet. Let me see if I can find it again and I'll, I'll tag you. I just don't get, we talked about this on the World Girls last night. Why also Justin Bieber won Artist of the Year? I feel like if you look at his career and all of the years, this was yeah, this is not the year. Not the year, and he's won this award before and deserved it, but I feel like in a year with, you know, Megan the Stallion got shot in the foot, and she came back, and she's made so many fucking cool-ass statements, like broke the internet 20 times over. I, how, are, I just, how are these voted on? Who votes for these? The people and people we don't know. Like, it's like MTV and fan votes. I did it to you, Steph. Oh, let me see. <clears throat> Ew, uh, why would they do that like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 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 not right. Malcolm, let's run a Twitch ad real quick right now since we're just kind of chilling. Uh, okay, oh, cool. Nice. nice. Um, but, I mean, one, guys, we're at $40 for the day. Come on now. Like, we need some kind of help. We, get, we Talk about cold, hard numbers here. We need some cold, hard numbers, baby. Um, or Never mind. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Alex, anything else left on the docket? Like, I, I do like talking about the VMAs just because I'm so out of touch with them, but <laughs> there's only so much I can say about it. Nope, I don't know that song either. Oh, yeah, they won. Nope, I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, if any of you uh, out in the audience wants to wants us to talk about something, let us know. Give us something uh, to talk about in the Schmobots. Thank you very much for that. Let's give us something to talk about. I have a question. <laughs> What's up, Steph? I don't know if I've shared this story on... SCN before, but I'll pose the question. Would you date someone who had a massive tattoo with the word vegan or another thing similar to that, like Pisces or Christian or like, so, like a defining term that like that? Where? Uh, it might depend on what it is. But would you would you go on a date with someone with a tattoo that said you don't want to date with them? Their whole forearm says vegan. You go is on it spelled right. 
Yes, spelled right. Okay. We're going to a steakhouse, but yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. That's We're going to Ruth Chris. We're <laughs> eating steak tonight, baby. Alex? Yeah, yeah. yeah why not? Wow, I am shocked. Yeah. I don't know if I would, like, dating someone and going on a date is different. Yeah. The date probably wouldn't go well, honestly. Like, if they're, I don't know. Especially, just, honestly, vegan oh, I'd be more okay with than a fucking astrological sign. Like... I wouldn't because I think both are weird. Like, I think both are... That's not like your... hentai. Yeah, it's not <laughs> your fucking culture. Like, even if I put Japanese, that's fucking weird. But at least I am... Ja- like, the, my DNA is Japanese. You're, that's a choice. That's a preference. And now... Human. Yeah, it's just... A we- that would be cooler than... I just think it's... I don't know, like, essentially this person I had met out, uh, they asked me for my Instagram, and they were, like, this, like, cute, like, older white dude, and I was, and he was tatted, and, like, I was, like, okay, like, he can have my Instagram, and then I looked at his Instagram the next day, and it, uh, fucking massive vegan tattoo, and it just, no, never, no, never. I like no. I think I what can't. you're forgetting, Steph, is that you you asked Ben and Alex, and they don't have the choices you have. Yes, <laughs> this is different. There's no, they can't be as choosy as mm-hmm. as Miss Sabran. No, I really think that that's like I've seen so many tattoos on people. Like I've seen bad tattoos that I can tell was like a phase, but that you got in your 30s or 40s, however, like you, you know yourself. Claim. And yes. to proclaim that. Yeah, it, it like, is. I'm not saying it's not a lot, but I'm saying I would like at least get a drink with them, depending on how attracted I was to that person. And as shallow as that sounds, no, that's yeah, the first that step. Sense. You have to be attracted to someone to get to know them better. Um, but I don't know. I un- I totally understand what you're saying. I really do. But I at least would give them like, hey, let's let's get a drink. And then like if that's all they talked about, which is like mm-hmm. them just like just leaning on their forearm like this like the whole time, it would probably be a lot. And we probably wouldn't click, honestly. But yeah. Yeah. Unless it's their like initials. It's like Vanessa, Elizabeth. <laughs> Keep know. going. Gonna be uh, Gerald. Geralda. Anathan. <laughs> Anathan Nimputa. And the last name is like, you know. I like Nimputa. Nincompoop. Yeah, okay. Uh, I I understand what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, Brett does talk about cold hard facts. Brett does state the fact (laughs) that, like, yeah, it would be nice to just have a plethora of suitors. I do not. No, no, I actually don't. I really don't. That was like, I, there's no, there's no suitors right now. That was like a, like I met this person out and wasn't interested. So that probably made it even worse when I saw the tattoo. And I was like, no, I can't even, I, it's just so weird to be in the headspace where you have to define yourself that intensely to the entire world. Like, I'm, I love tattoos, but lot. I am a person that I think like actions speak louder than words and certain things do not. Tattoos are artistic expressions. That's not an artistic expression. That's a yeah. statement. Yeah. Steph, let me so ask you this. Is, is giving your Instagram, is that automatically sending the, sim, um, the signal that like, oh, I'm not going to give you my number, 
you know, are you already telling them, yeah, this isn't probably going to happen? Is that is that a signal I can, these days yeah. with the kids? Yeah, I think so. It will a it's safer for me. I don't yeah. want like, all these people having my that number. Makes sense. If I meet them on Sunset Boulevard, I have no fucking idea who this is. And B, I yeah, I feel like it it's I think if I like met like, you know, someone who just like instantly like rocked my socks in and I don't know anything about them, I would give them my number. I have not given my number to a, a random though in years. Like yeah, I yeah. yeah. So it makes sense as the as safety wise and stuff like that. But I'm wondering, like, if I if I met you and I was like, oh hey, can I get your number? And you were like, oh here's my Instagram. Oh yeah. That to me, and then it's like, oh okay, I get message received. I get it. You know, like is yeah, that something yeah. where you go? And that's the thing uh, is, that, like, it, it feels weird asking for like an Instagram, but I do feel like it's like a happy medium of like, oh yeah, numbers like a little too much for right hmm. now. But here's an Instagram, and maybe we can message there, or you can do that or whatever. But yeah, it's. Dating fucking sucks. <laughs> so, Steph, like, there's so many suitors. Like, are you having, like, a draft process for it? Like, are there yeah, fantasy yeah. points? Like, Yo, I'm in a, like, a draft. It was a, it was a segue. It was a segue for an ad, Steph. It was a segue for an ad. <laughs> well, I know, Steph. You are so happy to see the teams back out on the gridiron. And lucky for us that we, it's just one week. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action for week two. New customers can get three can get free shots at millions of dollars in total prizes and their de first deposit by signing up using code SENLIVE. Get in on the action now. It's simple. You just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. I could use that right now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SENLIVE. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter code SENLIVE to get a what? Free shot at millions in total prizes. You heard me. With your first deposit, the code SCN Live only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I tried to do that last part all like that ad yeah. reading fast. <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah. I, I love. I always love. Yeah, micro machines. That What's that really guy good. doing? Oh, somebody's gonna tell me he passed away or something. <laughs> he did. Oh. Oh, Wait, man. who did? The Micro Machines guy? Oh. No, no, I think, yeah, he may have passed. I think I remember that. <clears throat> this is my is new this... look. I like it. I like it. It's called Brown Sperm. <laughs> did I make it back in time? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm man. a new rapper. I'm called Brown Sperm. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Chicka, chicka, yeah. Mm -hmm. But with no vowels, just bruns, bruns, yeah. But I think sperm is spelled with a three. And I think you yeah. should be Lil Brown, Lil Brown sperm. or Duh. I think sperm kind of like already, you know, suggests it's Lil. little. Yeah. That's yeah. the point, Alex. It's called art, you fucking heathen. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. I Guys, guess, yeah, it's 1130 baby. and we're at forty-one dollars. Uh the ads help, but we need your help as well. Yes. Please send in schmobots. I'll keep asking until we get some. I appreciate everybody that has donated so far, but we need a little bit more. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm gonna go throw up with anxiety. All right, no, I have to pee. I'll be right back. Yeah, I just I got <laughs> water and I peed for sure. So Steph, how was your weekend? What got you so hungover on Sunday? What'd you get into Saturday night? It was a random night. So we did, we taped a World Girl episode. It's our IRL dropping at the end of the month. It was Domino's, which is a fucking hard thing to do. Oh my, that was like one of the most mentally and physically challenging tasks we've done. Uh, I can't wait for that video to come out. But we were like exhausted. But you know the World Girls, we had a few shots on set. And yeah, then that was, that was tequila. So we just went with the tequila theme. And then Roxy had a friend who was hosting a Jose Cuervo event, which I haven't had Jose oh. Cuervo since college. Yeah. And I threw up <laughs> because it's disgusting. But they have an entirely different line that's more expensive. And it, um, we went to the event. It was a really fucking cool event. I It was like an adult bought mitzvah. They had all these, like, stations, like, I got a henna tattoo of the <laughs> vegan. Wait, I'm gonna move. <laughs> what? Nice, nice. Of the World Girl logo, um, and then they had like all of these, like a can, like a picture thing set up. We made our own sombreros. Like it was really fucking fun, but we just had a bunch of tequila. So it wasn't even that crazy. It was just like all day of tequila, tequila, and then next morning, Rox and I woke up and we're like. I'm fucking hungover. What? Yeah, it catches up to you. It really does. So it was a good time. What that everyone else? Fun. Yeah. Alex, yeah. what about you? What did you get into this weekend, bud? Uh, oh, did a double feature of the card counter and malignant on Saturday. Nice. Which was a pretty solid day. And then yesterday we were at the canteen all day, pretty much. Um, yeah, pretty low key weekend. Donated twenty dollars. Hey guys. Woo! What area of LA should my friend and I stay when we come for the extravaganza? Two girls in mid to late 20s and we'll be there Thursday to Monday. The extravag- What's the extravaganza? Thank you, Selena. Uh, the uh, spectacular in December. I'm, I'm oh, assuming. Uh, I'd probably say, I mean, if you want to stay close to the, the thing, like maybe downtown. Because where's, where's your show happening, Alex, on, on Sunday? That's at the the Mint, I believe. Uh, that's in kind of mid city, mid city West LA, kind of border. Of okay. Area. So yeah, I'd say downtown, honestly. Like you'll be yeah. close to the Globe, and then, you know, a nice little Uber right away to mid city, which isn't like too bad. And then you know, like you hop on the highway, and you'll be in Hollywood. Like you want to go to Universal, it's right off the highway as well. So I'd say downtown is probably a good spot, and get a good view from the hotel room. Or yeah, Hollywood. I would say like West Hollywood, like sun. If you could get like a place, if you want to be in like the thick of it, Hollywood is dope, and it's only do WeHo, like, not Hollywood. Yeah, WeHo. Yeah, do WeHo. It's probably safer, and West then um, go on like a main street. I would say like some of the cuts get a little bit sketchy, yeah. but I like this area because in the day you can do hella fun shit and like go shopping and like really see like the heart of LA, and then it's a ten minute drive to downtown. It's, yeah, they're for so sure. connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, there are definitely spots downtown, but it is, like, it's walkable, but it's eh, not the best place to walk around. WeHo, if you do, like, Airbnb more than hotel, it's definitely safe. Like, Santa Monica Boulevard is, like, fucking bumping on Saturday night and Sunday night. Um, but, yeah, 
there's plenty of good places to stay in LA. So I'd say either WeHo or downtown is like the way to go, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that weekend. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, in yeah. December? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because I know like a lot of people are like coming and like going to Disneyland on the Friday before and then Spectacular. And then we've got your guys' show on Sunday. It's going to be fucking wild. Yeah. Was Plans the- I got for that night. Cantina good this weekend, Alex. It was. We had a uh, we had uh, three matches taped, and um, yeah, I think they're going to be releasing relatively soon. We had some plans change. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to reveal that, but uh, uh, some good 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 matches. We're getting the hang of things finally. Oh, well, so, so it was a very efficient setup there. Great setup. Um, yeah, I think we're doing one more on the 25th. So I believe tickets are still available if you do want to come to those. Um, yeah. everybody out there, September 25th, Absolutely. next Saturday. September 25th, uh, let me think, uh, Saul is playing Robert Parker and IGM, making sure I'm like, uh, what, what match has premiered yet? <laughs> but Saul and Robert Parker will be playing for the inner geekdom, uh, uh, tournament finals and Mike and Amaru Moses will be playing for the inner geekdom belt. So of at least of two, five round inner geekdom matches, guys. Uh, that's what I'm going to be there for. Uh, support my boy Saul and just enjoy like the fucking a geeky ass day, which I'm very, very excited for. But yes, uh, definitely uh, c- come to the cantina matches. I didn't I wasn't able to make it yesterday, but I've been to the other two and they've been awesome. They're so much fun uh, back in studio tapings with a live audience. It's just a great time. Plus, Scum Pavilion is a great bar. Like it's just like a great bar to be at. A really cool setting. Super Star Wars feel to it. Great drinks. Great staff. Good food, too. And then when you're done, you're in the heart of Hollywood. You can literally do whatever the fuck you want. So there's there's always stuff to do out there. Uh, I was about to ask Alex where our Streamlabs <laughs> are at, but he's fucking gone, the little like, rat bastard. Out. Brett, what'd you do over the weekend with the fam? Oh, it was soccer, soccer weekend. We had two on uh, two on Saturday. My daughter played, my son played, and then my son played again on Sunday. Um, it was a good weekend. The, uh, my daughter tied, um, and my son played really, really well with only nine players against a team that could sub out every two seconds. They had, they had like double the amount of players. Wow. They lost it. They lost by four, but they played super, super, you know, hard and, and they kept it up and they, I mean, it just, that one, you just can't compete with people that if you don't get, have, you can't sub your kids out. You know, my son's just like, I just want to sit down. You know, I just want to sit down. I'm like, yeah. sorry, dude. And then they won on uh, uh, Sunday. Um, uh, uh, they beat someone four to zero. So, yeah, it's funny. Wait, wait, they played back to back days. Mm-hmm. Wow. To be yeah. a kid again, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's why it's wild. Like, that once soccer season starts, that's pretty much our weekends all the time. Yeah. And it, and w- I mean, Saturday we were gone from two o'clock until like seven at night, like just going from one game to the other, and even you know trying to get some food in between. And it was it's 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 fun, but I I I I love seeing them out there again and getting getting uh <clears throat> getting some exercise. And um, yeah, they're both they're both playing really well, and then they're they're both at getting my son's at the age now it's getting quite competitive. Yeah. Oh, and I he made the high school uh, soccer team, which is really cool. Yo, um, I keep yeah. it's so crazy. I keep forgetting your son's in fucking high school now. I uh, do too. 
That's wild. It is insane. He went to his first Friday night football, like was gone. Yeah, how was that? You were telling me about that on Friday. He he, he said he had a great time, and like uh, we didn't get a lot of info. You know, uh, we we were trying not to helicopter and text him much and stuff, and you know it was like. 9 30 we're like well how long does that second soccer game go exactly yeah. you know like and then uh, another mom got a text and i guess my son's phone had died so uh you know or he shut it off so i can't follow his location i'm guessing that's what it is but uh no he's a good kid and i don't i don't worry that he's up to no good or anything like that and maybe he needs to get get into some trouble i don't know god they've been locked up so long it's just nice to have them be out and doing like a regular normal thing like going to that was our big thing in high school is going to the uh the football games and dances which i'm like are they gonna do dances like i don't know like so yeah like to have no homecoming or prom or anything like that that's brutal who knows I, I, yeah i high school dances were the fucking best they were just they were so much fun <laughs> good, good like thanks for thanks for everybody jumping no, in one just shook his head like nah. yeah. i hated high school oh. dances they had like randomized breathalyzers and they oh, were like wow. so- oh such narcs i yeah like well i told well, you about the dance where like uh everybody like got in trouble for like having alcohol in their trucks and we barely got away <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah we would crazy. take yeah, we went to like i went to a stupid spoiled school where we took like party buses to the dance wow. and my parents were like this is so ridiculous you were gonna pay 50 dollars for you to get a ride there like this is gross and they were gross. Like people were getting like fingered on the party buses and like <laughs> crazy, crazy fucking music. People. <laughs> no, no, that actually was never my mo. I, I was fucking prude. Like no, that was not me. But go off with your bad self. Um, Strictly butt stuff for the prude stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was just about anal beads, truly. Exactly. Everything else was a little too intense, if you oh, ask. Oh man, it is. draw a line somewhere, people. Yeah. yeah. No, that was all the. You know the. Uh, okay. The horniest people in high school were the band geeks. Like, like uh, one of my water polo teammates was like the <laughs> fucking conductor in band. And he was just like, oh, yeah. Like on band trips in the back, people were straight fucking on the bus. Like, I was like, that's fucking cr-. like it. They're just they were just they're like, you know what? No one else likes us in high school. Like everyone calls us geeks. We're just going <laughs> to fuck all the time with each other. And it was just like, that's it. That's all it was. And yeah, I'm like, I get yeah, it. American Pie did not lie one time at band camp. No. That's real shit. That's real shit. I'm gonna say that also uh, extends to uh, show choir kids. Oh show really? Class. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. What about uh, mathletes, Alex? What about mathletes? <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, they were uh, they were dividing some legs, if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> Subtracting some clothes. Some obtuse angles. <laughs> I hate high school. I really, I think it's the worst. I'm so afraid if I ever have kids for the high school phase. Oh, um, yeah. I'm with you there, Steph. Yeah, so sorry, Brett. <laughs> it's like the worst because if you can get over that hump, 
you're like pretty much in clear sailing. Like usually there's like a few more kinks to work out in the college area grade, like age, but high school is like where everyone's a fucking bitch to their parents and each other. Yep. Like you're so concerned about these people's opinions who will not matter at all. You are nervous, like your like you, mental health issues start kicking in, and you don't know what to do with anything. And it just, oh, it's uh, I would never, ever, ever, ever go back to high and, school. And that's the thing is that like, if I don't know if I'm gonna ever have kids, but it's just like I know that I fucked up in high school, like talking to my parents the way I did, and like thinking they weren't cool, and you know not. And it's like you want to convey that to your kids, but kids are always going to think they know more when it's like, no, I literally you did what you're fucking yeah. doing right now, and I regret it 10 years later. Straight up. Stop doing it. I remember my most annoying uncle. Now we have a better relationship, but at the time I could not stand this guy. And, like, he always tried to impart his wisdom on me, and I'm like, I don't respect you, so your wisdom's not going to hit like, like you think it's going to. And he told me, and he said, I'll never forget it. He said, I there might be two people that you're hanging out with now that will matter to you in 10 years. And I was like, no fucking way. I have 11 best friends. Like we're all going to be ride or die till the wheels come off. And then in college, like, like they start falling off. And then after college, you're like, I don't give a single fuck about 99.9% of this high school. Like I won't. Yeah. And, and it was true, but like all of those things that parents tell you, you just don't, you don't get it. You won't believe them until you yeah. believe them. It's just like, it's just like, just like the awful, just like history repeating. And it's like, uh, it's so frustrating. Cause like, I know that's going to happen if I ever have kids and it's like, you can't like, you, you'll get frustrated. Like, I don't know how you're dealing with it, Brett, because uh-huh. like, cause like you're saying, like, you just want to hang out with your son. And even like as a 33 year old, I'm like, yep. My dad did the exact same thing, and I did the exact same thing Brett's kid is doing, where I'm like, no, I just want to play video games with my friends. Yeah, like, yeah. leave me alone. And now I'm just like, no, I want more time with my dad. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah weird I think side. we're going to get, br- like, I think they're going to come down, and we're going to get uh, lunch on Sunday, which I'm very much looking forward to. And I remember even, like, the last year of college, because I, uh, like, I would go home a lot, because my parents are, like, an hour away. And I would go home like a lot my senior year of college. And they're like, you know, you could have done this like your entire college life. And you like rarely came home like, yeah, I probably should have. Because I remember going home for like a Super Bowl one time. And like my parents just had a fucking smorgasbord of food. Like a Super Bowl college parties are the worst. The worst. You're scrounging for the shittiest little burger. You have no seat. Everything's dirty. You can't hear the game or the commercials. Everyone's getting fucked up and drama. I went home for my, my senior year for the Super Bowl. It's the greatest Super Bowl I've ever had. Literally, like, one other uh, pair of, like, family friends came over that I, I also grew up with. Had a great time. Drank. Ate the best barbecue. Got so full. Went into a food coma, like, at halftime. Saw all the commercials. Watched the whole game. It was great. And they're like, you know, you could have done this, like, your entire college life. I was like, yeah, I probably should have. And so, guys, I don't know what kids are listening out there. Love your parents. Enjoy your time with your parents because you don't know when that's going to stop. For any reason, for any reason, something could happen. Enjoy your time with your parents and listen to them, for God's sakes. Yeah, <laughs> like people them. who've lived longer just are usually have more like like cooler shit to talk about too. Yeah. Like I find out cool shit every time I talk to my parents or like or any of my family members. It, like a lot of people in your age range or like growing up just just wasn't worth it. Well, but and but the problem is, I, I mean, again. 
th- I think that has to, and this is therapy, by the way, speak. Uh, th- yes. That they have to, they have to push you because they'll, you don't want them living with you for the rest of their life. Yeah. Either, you know, so there has to be, and I think that's, you know, just, just even if they do believe you, they're gonna fight you because there's something about no, I need to, and they need that independence and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I've yeah. come to grips with all that, but yeah, yeah, you look back and. And I think it's just people will continue to look back and and regret these things. And, but uh, yeah, but again, my only advice is just redirect the way you connect with your kids, because at one point, the things they used to like to do with you are like not them what anymore. Yeah. yeah, I can't take my son to a park and, you know, push him on the swing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like I have to think of something new. Right. You know, if I you can... want to take me to a park and push me <laughs> on the swings, right? let me know. <laughs> that is right. And I'll, and then I'll you jump like... off and then I'll twist my ankle and be like, oh, wait, I'm 33 again. God damn it. <laughs> the I saddest, oh, what was the saddest quote I, I, I saw one time was like, at one point, um, you know, your your mother puts you down or your father puts you down and never picks you back up again. Like, yep. like you know, because kids are always jumping in. Your, and at one point, that's the last time they ever, like, you, and that, um, oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, it's like, true. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I Don't put those on the Internet, please, people. It's not helping. Emoji him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very unfortunate. But guys, um, I think we're gonna get out of here. Alex, do we have anything on Streamlabs or like subs you want to shout out? I saw uh, some people we, subbed. Yeah, we did have Eric MSX seventy seven subbing. Thank you very much for that, Eric. And we also did get a Streamlab from Garth Harkness McMurray saying Hawkeye looks fun. I love that it looks a, like a Shane Black movie, like Iron Man three, Lethal Weapon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. We saw the face of Echo a deaf Native American woman, and they cast Alakwa Cox, who is a deaf Native American woman, and that's great. She also wow. has a solo series, too. That's yeah. pretty fucking dope. Very excited to see that. And, uh, yeah, the fact that they are diversifying their uh, MCU uh, cast as well. Sounds yeah, good yeah. to me. Guys, um, we're going to rate Double Toasted today. What's up? What's up, Brett? Oh, I really, was this a joke tweet that they're going to do a de-aged... Evan Hansen. Was yes, that, that like, was okay. a, that was a joke tweet. It is it is fucking brilliant. But yes, it it is it was a joke tweet for sure. That uh, was got, funny. It was really funny, guys. I've got cocktails and casting today on YouTube at 4 p.m. Me and Sabrina are recasting the classic John Carpenter Halloween. So come by for that, and I'll be streaming on Twitch t- uh, afterwards. Uh, so Steph, what else you got today? Um, I'm no, yeah, today I'm just working on different things, world girl stuff, and then hopefully seeing Shang-Chi again. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, Alex, what about you, bud? Just hanging out. Yeah. Sounds tight. Brett? <laughs> yeah, me oh, too. Oh yeah, Brett, got, how'd like... your thing go last Friday before we head out? How'd your, uh, your friend's, uh, show go? What was that? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We watched, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Deadly Prey or something. Really... It was a good bad. I've done some with them where they were like just so bad that we had to fast forward through it. But this was a good good bad. Uh, uh, it was a total Rambo ripoff. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like just... be- uh, Red Letter Media has watched that with like best of the worst. And so I think oh, I know exactly what movie you're talking yes. about. It's fucking great. Wonderfully bad. 
Guys, they're going to be rating Double Toasted. Go give some, them some schmodown love. And I'll leave you with this, uh, the best tagline from Hawkeye. The, this holiday season, the best gifts come with a bow. I love that tagline. <laughs> Have a great Monday, guys. Hope you get whatever you want to accomplish done this week. Love y'all. Tomorrow, you'll have all the world goes on there. So give them all your money and your love. We know they're going to make like a grand tomorrow, and I'm perfectly okay with it. <laughs> have a great day, guys. Peace out.